Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Welcome to Believe in Betting, a Sports Garden Network production. We are your source for sports entertainment, incredible sports intelligence. And now, here's your host, Tom Barton. All right, guys, welcome back to the show. Uh, another week, another great, just week of college basketball has been fantastic. It really has. And now we're getting into the conference tournaments. The conference tournaments should be absolutely explosive this year. I'm pumped up for them. Look, I like the mid-major conference tournaments a lot, and we went over that last week, right? But the big tournaments do offer you some ability to make some money. So let's take a look at them today. Okay, guys, what are the odds? Well, you know, I've been talking about the ACC tournament, so let's go take a look at those ACC tournament odds. Virginia's on top at plus 275. Miami comes in at plus 350. Duke is 6-1. to one. NC State, 6-1. to one. North Carolina's 8-1. to one. Pittsburgh is 10-1. to one. Virginia Tech, 15-1, to one, along with Wake Forest, 15-1. to one. Clemson is 20-1. to one, And Syracuse, way on bottom, at 100-1. to one. Look, I mean, you know, you could look at this in a lot of ways, and you you want to look for for somebody out there, right? Who can to, can make some noise? And when people look at these tournaments, what they really do is they're looking for that underdog. Okay, it's it's almost too easy uh, to take the, the favorites, but not in this case, not in the ACC. Look, Virginia has not looked good lately, right? I mean, they just haven't. They are the best team in this conference because they play the best defense. I think they have the best coach. Uh, maybe the best coach in the country. I, I absolutely love it. But at, you're not even getting 3-1 to one back on a team that has been spiraling downhill, a team that has not played well. Let's just be honest. Virginia has not played well at all. Miami's just plus 350. They make a lot of sense. They won the regular season title. They're streaking in the right direction. But this should be like a 5-1 to one where Miami is, and you're getting plus 350 because of who Miami is. I don't see value in that, but I have a hard time betting against Miami. But, but I don't see value in that. Now, Miami's defense falters at times. I don't see a lot of value in that. You go to the bottom, people are going to try to take a long shot. Syracuse, look, it's just not their year. Clemson needed wins at the end, and they got some wins at the end where I think that they are a tournament team. But even at 20-1, to 1, it's just too much to ask them to plow through everybody and win this thing. Wake Forest at a point in the season, they were an interesting bet. Uh, but I look at Wake Forest, and, and again, Wake Forest, Virginia Tech, interesting bets. 15-1 to 1 is almost enticing. Almost, but just not quite enough. Pitt at 10-1 to 1 makes some sense. Pitt, we've seen the highs and the lows this year. Pitt at, at any given moment could beat anybody. Uh, but again, do I think that they're going to go through multiple teams to do it? Look, I think Pitt ha- has a run in them. And I'll circle Pitt as 10-1. to 1. If I was getting 15-1 to 1 with Pitt, I'd be on them. But at 10 to 1, I'm a little hesitant. North Carolina is going to be everyone's darling. We talked about them. 8 to 1. Look, if you could not win a game on your home floor on senior day when you had the lead with, with just a few minutes left in that game and you couldn't close that out against Duke in a sloppy, ugly game that you were lucky to be in the game because you kept going to the foul line, you're not winning this tournament. You're not winning this. No. They're going to get over bet. No way. That leaves Duke and NC State. Look, I know Duke is not what they once were. Duke has some holes. Duke has some certain flaws. Uh, but I like what I've seen in Duke at times this year. Six to one is not enough to make me bite. If you could get an eight to one, maybe they're shot. And NC State's the same thing. 
NC State is going to be a team that goes up and down the floor on you. NC State's going to give uh, teams just all kinds of fits. Let's just be honest. But NC State's a team, there you go. You know, not somebody I'm jumping at the chance to go and take. So I, I think that the ACC is pretty jumbled up right here at the top. And the ACC is is also, there's nobody that jumps out. It's anyone's game. Can we say that? I mean, I mean, can we say it's anyone's game? Yeah, it looks like it's going to be just about anyone's game here. I don't see a real value. You could maybe twist my arm and get me to take a shot on a red-hot pit. Maybe if I was getting 8-1 to one instead of 6-1, to one, I'd take a shot at Duke. Uh, I just don't like betting against Miami and Virginia, and I don't think that's enough value in Miami or Virginia. And while we're at it, let's take a look at some of these other conferences here and, and who I might take a shot at. Uh, you look at the Big Ten. The Nebraska's, Ohio State's, Minnesota's. I, I know somebody out there actually put uh, uh, like $3,000 on Ohio State to win it all. And, and I'm going, wait a minute. Uh, forget about that. Just take them with the odds to win the Big Ten tournament. If you love an, un, uh, an underdog this year to go all the way and win the big tournament, don't even have to take them. Take them to win their big, you know, the Big Ten tournament. Take all that money, roll it over into the big tournament, and you get better odds that way. But look, let's be honest. Wisconsin, Nebraska, Ohio State, Minnesota, Penn State, even Rutgers, who I think should make the tournament, none of them are going to get a lot of action. None of them should get a lot of action, right? Michigan State will get action. Michigan State will be a team that people like to go by on. Michigan State's a team that people will gravitate towards because of Tom Izzo. Michigan State is a team that certainly can do something here. I I don't think that they do. Illinois, I've seen, uh, at times, Illinois just looks downright awful. I don't know if they could string these games together. Same thing with Northwestern. Northwestern's a team that I have absolutely been impressed with this year. I think they can make a big tournament run. I'm kind of leaning with Northwestern. Yeah, I mean, you can get me to get Northwestern with some nice odds. Iowa, I don't buy into their defense at all. Maryland, up and down team. But man, when they elevate, they really elevate. Michigan, no, no, no for Michigan. There's not going to be any, I mean, literally, there's not going to be absolutely any value on Purdue. That leaves Indiana. I mean, the problem is, is there value on Indiana? I I think that's up in the air to ask. I think that that the Indiana value is there. I kind of want to lean Northwestern, but the Indiana value can also be there as well. You got to get a good number with Indiana, but I could see them winning this thing. I still think that they're the best team in this conference, although obviously everyone's going to look to Purdue, so you can get decent odds. I think that Indiana is a team that can can roll here. I'm not counting Izzo out and you know the talent level there. I don't see it, though, and I didn't see it before the year. Indiana was my team before the year, so maybe I'm leaning towards them a little bit, but I'm also getting some value back with Indiana, and value is the name of the game at this point in the season. Let me give you my quick thoughts on the Big 12 here. Look, it's Kansas and seemingly everybody else, but not really. Look, what you do is just watch Texas beat them, right? And Texas is going to get a lot of love here. Baylor, uh, Baylor's right there. They could be a number two seed. And when you're talking about, uh, you know, the, the first three or four, they're all two to one or less. Texas Tech is right in the mix here. TCU is going to make a run. Oklahoma offers some value. I've seen Oklahoma play at their absolute best. Now, you know K-State's going to give people, and people are going to love Huggins and everything. Oklahoma might be that kind of shocking team laying in the weeds waiting for, uh, you know, these these other teams, and uh, maybe they make a run. Again, if we're sitting back and we're talking about the reality of, of making a run and you're taking an underdog, well, of course, right? I mean, the underdog is going to be come back with a lot of value. It's hard to bet against Kansas. It's hard to bet against Kansas, Baylor, you know, and Texas if you're doing this. And Kansas, Baylor, Texas, TCU, and K-State if you're doing Oklahoma. But if you're getting back 10-1, to 12-1, to 
15 to 1 odds on Oklahoma, which I've seen them fluctuate. Yeah, you could take a shot at Oklahoma. I, I could understand that. Let's go to the Pac-12. Uh, UCLA, Arizona, they are on top, obviously. We've watched that battle at the end of the year. USC doesn't offer me anything like 8-1. to one. Oregon, Utah, Arizona State. There'll be people on Arizona State, but I don't see it. Washington State, Colorado, Stanford, Washington, Oregon State, Cal. The Utah injuries take them out of being a surprise team. I mean, to me, again, it's a two-team race. It's UCLA. It's Arizona. Those are the only teams that really matter in this, and I can't bet one way or the other or against one way or the other. Um, Let's take a look at the SEC. You look at the Alabama Crimson Tide. They are a a pretty massive favorite here, right? Minus 240. Tennessee comes in at 2-1. to They get Auburn, 22-1. to You got a Kentucky at at like 48, right? Uh, Texas A&M at 30. We watched what they did. Brandon Miller is the guy that everyone's going to be looking at Alabama and waiting for them to collapse and waiting for them to fall. It's very rare to watch a team like Alabama to go on and win 24, 25 games, whatever it might be, then in the regular season, then go on to win the SEC championship, and then go on to win the big championship. If you're Alabama, you almost hope that they stumble along the way here uh, just so maybe the big championship is a little bit better. And you look at the other teams. Texas A&M can upset anybody at any time. We watched them upset Alabama just last week. Yes, they absolutely can. I don't buy into it. Tennessee, hey, maybe as long as they don't run into Kentucky, maybe. But those Kentucky games still stick in my mind. Coach Cal has Kentucky playing really well. Good odds, but I don't see them win multiple games there. And it's the same thing with Bruce Pearl. I don't see him winning multiple games. Very, very difficult to bet against what generally is considered the number one team in the country at Alabama, but I'm not taking minus 240 odds there. A little bit of tournament history here, just because you could see the dominance of Kentucky. So last year, Tennessee won uh, against A&M, Alabama the year before that against LSU, Auburn against Tennessee, and then Kentucky, Tennessee, Kentucky beat Arkansas, Kentucky beat A&M, Kentucky beat Arkansas. Again, going back, you get Florida, Mississippi, Vanderbilt uh, from there. But if you look at this, Vanderbilt, Mississippi, Florida, even with the Kentucky win where they won four straight, Vanderbilt, Mississippi, Florida, Kentucky, Auburn, Alabama, and Tennessee, seven teams have won the SEC since 2012. Seven different teams have won the SEC since 2012. It is very, 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 very hard. I understand it. It is very hard to bet against Alabama here, uh, but I, I can't take a minus 240. I, I just can't do it. I can't take a minus the 240. I think 240 is just a little too much. The conference that really has me real excited is the Big East Conference and the Big East Tournament that I think I get real excited at Madison Square Garden. So the Big East is interesting to me. It's the most interesting conference tournament that we'll have because I legitimately believe we have, I mean, you want to throw Providence there? I don't know if I'm throwing Providence, but we we have a chance to have six teams not only win the tournament, but really go far overall in the big tournament. And and let's let's talk about these teams. Okay, first first off, look, DePaul uh and Georgetown all the way on the bottom, 250 to one. They're not winning this. Butler, 200 to one, not winning this. St. John's is like 40 to one. Seton all 25 to one. There'll be people that take a shot at those, but it's really the big six, right? And Villanova and Providence, uh, plus six fifty, Xavier's plus four fifty, Creighton's plus about four twenty, Yukon plus three fifty, Marquette's three to one. When I get intrigued about all of this, right, Marquette won the regular season title, okay? They won it more comfortably than I think people realize, okay? Marquette is a team that I believe has been slept on a little bit here, um, just a little bit, but I don't love them at 3-1. to one. 
uh, Shaka Smart's done a good job. I'm not a huge fan of Shaka Smart and the way that his teams show up in the postseason. Uh, but but this is less about what I believe in Shaka Smart and less about what I believe in Marquette as it is. I just think that the conference as a whole is absolutely stacked. Absolutely stacked, right? So you look at six of the 11 teams reach double digits in conference play, right? You look at who spent time in the top 25, Marquette, UConn, Xavier, Providence, they're all there right now, right? I mean, Creighton, they're all there now. You you look at analytics, right? And, and, and you look at the analytics of where they should be. All of these teams, all six of these teams have a chance to make the Sweet 16. All of them do. So... You look at a team like a Providence. Yeah, they've been pretty good, uh, you know, or they, they they had been pretty good. But I don't know. You know, do you believe in them? You go Xavier, and Xavier kind of fell on on their face a little bit. Providence is now seven and five in the last twelve games. I don't love that. Villanova. They started bad. They won four of their first twelve games, but they really ended really well, right? I mean, they ended really well. Uh, you look at at what this team could possibly do. At the end of the day. I mean, my my, it's hard to bet against Marquette, but but I would, and I can't be going on Villanova or Providence, even though despite their what they've done, and Xavier lets me down every year. I said that in the preseason, right? Uh, but Xavier lets me down every single year. Xavier lets me down. So this is between UConn and Creighton, and I would I would lean Creighton just because I'm getting more value there. I mean, I'm just getting more value with Creighton. That's why I would lean Creighton, but but. UConn works, right? I mean, UConn absolutely can be that team. You do look at Marquette, and it is a shame that we don't look at them as a powerhouse. As five of the six losses were by 20 total points combined. I mean, this team could be an absolute power powerhouse. But I look at what the Huskies did to them, and that's one of their situations where, yeah, it's not a good thing. I, I watched Creighton. Creighton got robbed, right? I mean, Creighton got robbed. You, you look at Creighton and UConn, and I, I think I'm kind of splitting hairs here, and this is why I like the Big East so much. This is why I want to have a conversation about the Big East. Because the Big East, in general, first of all, six teams are getting in at least into, into the tournament. And in general, I'm already looking. I have to see the matchups, and I'm going to do the brackets with you guys live, like I said. I have to see the matchups, and I have to see the numbers. You could get, just as of last week, you could get Marquette at like 30 to 1 to win the national championship. You could get Creighton at like 40 to 1. You get UConn at like 40 to 1, right? I'm looking at Providence and I'm going, I can see a run for them, depending on who they who they get, where they slot. I can see a run for Providence and taking Providence certainly out of the first weekend. Can I see Providence as a Sweet 16 team? If I squint real hard, I think I could see Providence as a Sweet 16 team. And this is this is before knowing what they're going to do in the Big East tournament. This is before the Big East tournament. I think I could see Providence as a Sweet 16 team. Villanova, look, there's no Jay right there, and there's going to be a lot of value. I don't know if I see them as a Sweet 16 team, and I'm not even saying that they're not as good as Providence. I don't know if I could see their, their game being brought over to a Sweet 16 team. But do I think that Villanova could get out of the first weekend. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I, I yeah, again, if I squint, I could. I think that there's none of these teams are losing in the first weekend in the big tournament. So when you go into the Big East tournament, well, obviously that's going to be interesting. Let's get into Xavier. I said it. Xavier lets me down every single year. There's been multiple years where I have Xavier in the Elite Eight, 
I've had Xavier over the course of my last like ten years in the big in in the Final Four, and year after year, after year, Xavier lets me down. Xavier is just the team that I could count on to let me down. But it's new team, new players, new situation, right? New leadership there. You're getting plus four fifty for the Big East tournament. If they had another Big East, look, I'm telling you this today before the Big East tournaments begins. Xavier lets me down. I think that Xavier could be the one team in the Big East that, sure, can they make a, a Sweet 16 run? Yes, but they let me down all the time, so I probably won't have them going forward in the brackets. But here's the thing with Xavier. It's like, oh, let's go back to the Godfather. Ah, just when I, I think I'm out, they pull me back in. Well, Xavier is the team that pulls me back in. Xavier's the team that if they have a big Big East tournament here, they don't even have to win it all. They go to the final game. I think I'll buy back into them, and I think I could see them as a Sweet 16 team. Now let's get into the others. Creighton. Not only do I see Creighton as a value to win the Big East tournament, I think that Creighton could be a Final Four team. Yeah, I think that they are that good. Creighton has had some rough, really tough losses here. Creighton has had some bad situations late. You could blame the refs. You could blame whatever. And I'm blaming them, right? I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm out there. I'm throwing it out. But Creighton's a team... That has that moxie. They have that uh, that little something that you want. Creighton matches up really well with what the tournament does. Now, Creighton has fallen in the Big East. They have gone up against what I consider a, a dominant Big East. So I don't love Creighton plus 450, but plus 450 or so, uh, plus 420 or so. Um, it, it's 4-1 it's to one odds for them to be, win the Big East. Yeah, I like that. But I also am looking at the bigger picture. I absolutely think that they are the team that people are sleeping on. They get out of the first weekend. I think that they can be an Elite Eight team. And yeah, I think if they get hot, they could get, be a Final Four team. I don't know if championship level can be thrown at them, even at 40-1 to one odds. Yeah, I could probably hedge that. I don't love them. UConn, almost identical to what I just said to Creighton. There's been times this year where UConn, to me, is a Final Four team. I don't know if I could see UConn going to the Final Four, but if they get a favorable bracket, oh, I usually fill out two or three brackets, guys. If they get a favorable bracket, UConn will be in one of them in the Final Four. I mean, they will. That That's just reality. I think UConn has the ability to be the best team in this conference. I think UConn at nearly 40 to 1 themselves has the ability, maybe not to win it all, but to get to a Final Four. And here we go. I already told you, I think Providence gets to a Sweet 16 or can get to a Sweet 16. I think Providence or Villanova can. I think Xavier Xavier definitely can. I think Creighton and UConn certainly get there. And I think UConn and Creighton both can get to an Elite Eight. And then you go to Marquette. I just talked about Marquette. I talked about Marquette being just an absolute powerhouse. That Marquette is <laughs> not many games away from just flexing their muscles and saying, no, look, we should be a number one seed. They're not far away from that. Now, I don't like Shaka Smart in, in the postseason. I, I generally don't love the the way that Marquette goes about their business. I don't like the the way that they are the, the, their play. It's just not aesthetically pleasing for me, but I can't go against the results. The results are Marquette is a dominant team, and they could be an even better dominant team. I do, will not take them at 3-1 to one odds to win the Big East, but I certainly believe that they can. And if they win the Big East, how can I not say that they could be a Sweet 16 team? Of course I can. I got three, maybe four teams in a Sweet 16 out of the Big East. Could they be an Elite 8 team? Of course they can. I have two, maybe three teams as an Elite 8 team. Could they be a Final Four team? Yes, Marquette could be a Final Four team. So I could have two or three teams in the Final Four from the Big East. Now, again, that's not 
how it's going to work out. We're going to see the brackets going to shift and everything's going to be different. But I want to give you a perspective on the conference tournaments and where I sit because, yeah, these could get real entertaining and the Big East is the one to watch. I think you got a lot of value in Creighton and you even could have a little value in UConn. Basically, you could take both of them and just bet against the field, which really what you're doing is betting against Marquette. Okay, guys, enjoy the conference tournaments. I'm telling you, it's going to be a blast in the conference tournaments. Enjoy them. Try to make some money. But make sure that you're building that bankroll, not just uh, going crazy and, and taking all these afternoon games. Build your bankroll for the big brackets. Enjoy the week. I'm Tom Barton. We'll be back next week. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.